everyone. Welcome to another high energy edition of the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. Uh, I'm your co-host, Dominic Vogel, and joining me as always is Mr. High Energy himself, Christian Redshaw. Christian, how are you doing today? I am in a state of being stoked about who our guest is today. I know who it is, but why don't you tell them? It is our very good friend, uh, a friend partner, uh, Matt Dreifout from Scout Technologies. Uh, it is going to be a fantastic conversation. I can't believe it's taken this long to actually have him Seriously? on the podcast. Um I'll be coming virtually. Hopefully, he'll come again soon in, in person. But uh, for right now, we'll take a momentary pause and we'll bring Matt aboard. Let's do it. Matt, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. How are you doing, my friend? Doing great, Dom. Good to see you guys. Yeah, just before uh, we get started, Matt, I just want to uh, get my <laughs> coffee nice. going here. Um, <laughs> nice, nice branded. That mug has ended up in so many random places. We have no idea how it made it there, but it, it has it. served it's me perfect. well. It still yeah. looks like the day that uh, you you gave it to me in your office. So I love it. Just awesome. wanted to showcase it. So let's nice. start. Let's start right here with this Scout Technology Guides. Who are you guys? What do you guys do? And who do you serve? Yeah, sounds good. Well, we, uh, I mean, the name hopefully describes a decent amount of it, right? We are technology guides to our customers. We've been around for almost 20 years now when I founded it. And uh, our, our client base is predominantly local to, uh, you know, Vancouver, BC area, uh, the head office there anyways. Uh, we're in verticals, primarily the senior care verticals, a big one for us. Uh, but manufacturing, professional services, you know, accounting at times, that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, what we are to our customers is uh, literally an outsourced technology or IT department. I say technology because uh, we do more than just IT. I acquired a telecom partner about eight years ago. And with our focus on the senior care vertical, we also do full nurse call services or, or products and wander management and you know, all kinds of other technology pertaining to the senior care vertical specifically, right? But yeah, we're an outsourced department, right? That means a whole team, all the tools um, and, uh, you know, all the accountability and coverage, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, that comes with the whole department um, without uh, our clients ever having to worry about tools or, you know, losing a single IT person or when they go on holidays or they're sick or all this kind of stuff, right? So sounds yeah. like low stress, good deal to me. <laughs> there you go. That's the idea, buddy. We're simplifying lives. That is beauty. So broadening it now to your industry, the IT space, the IT managed service provider space, uh, what does that unregulated industry look like, generally speaking, from your perspective, <laughs> from where you sit? Yeah, it's still cowboy land. It's, I don't know how many <laughs> other industries out there are unregulated still, right? But ours is relatively new, I guess, uh, this whole outsourced, you know, IT partner type model, uh, relatively new compared to other industries. So it hasn't had time to get the sort of regulations and that kind of thing, but also it just changes so fast, right? It's a, it's industry that, that is, um, really hard to kind of get a handle on because even if they, you know, do come up with regulations, well, things change so fast. So it's hard to keep on top of it. However, you know, I guess one of the main reasons that I'm joining you guys here today is because, you know, I see regulation compliance coming from the, um, you know, alley or department or avenue of cybersecurity, right? Because that, that is what is definitely going to drive the accountability and the regulations for how, how me and my peers operate in this industry, right? We, we hold a lot of cards 
in our hands mm-hmm. for our clients. There's a mm-hmm. lot of exposure there. A lot of right. assumptions on behalf of clients of MSPs for sure when it oh, comes totally. to, comes to cybersecurity. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. Because I mean, if I've been at this for 20 years, no one was talking about cybersecurity 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a thing, yeah. right? Um, and so as, as it's become more of a thing and a legit uh, component to business that we have to focus on and take, take seriously, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's on us to communicate to our customers, hey, wait a minute, don't assume that you know, we've been able to just adapt and cover you for everything. Sorry, mm-hmm. this is an ever-changing landscape that nobody yes. can guarantee your protection on, right? So- yeah, absolutely. So just continuing on that thread then for you personally, how did cybersecurity first come onto your radar? Like in the first yeah. place, when did you realize that cybersecurity matters or or should matter? Yeah, that's a good call. I mean, you know, we it's been a number of years well over five years to say the five to 10 year mark where, you know, malware was a big thing, right? So uh, our client computers here or there getting hijacked by a malware from a bad pop-up or whatever, not really virus world, but malware stuff. Right. And then when they started like cryptoing and uh, files and hijacking stuff like that, you start to see how people, the bad actors were figuring out how to monetize it. That's when it started to get a little bit more serious. Right. I mean, when it stepped out of just the virus days where they were just doing it for fun, a bunch of, you know, a bunch of punk hacker guys that was just bragging rights how far their virus could get, right? But when they figured out how to monetize it, that's when it really started to kind of hit our doorstep and our clients as well. I, I was a bit of a a bit of a holdout because you know there's a ton of vendors that just jump in again, unregulated industry, and it's so easy for them to say, "Oh my gosh, you need all of this protection, and so do all your clients. Otherwise, you're, you know, you're you're vulnerable and you're not being diligent." And you know, I sniff. Uh, a slimy sales tactic a mile away and I don't buy it. So I was a little bit of a late adopter in that front, but for good reason. I mean, that's when I met you guys. You guys finally validated, okay, there's a little bit of snake oil going on there. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's a fantastic segue about snake oil there, uh, Matt. So, um, what, what, when, you know, when we first crossed paths, you know, and then, you know, we had that, you know, talk of enlightenment there around cybersecurity, yeah. um, Walk me and walk our, our listeners and our, our viewers through uh, sort of that journey for when you went from recognizing that you needed to go down a security maturity journey, right? And mm-hmm. compared to in many of your MSP peers, many of them will say to their customers or clients, oh, we're secure, just trust us. But they'll never validate that through a third party. You, know, you, you have taken mm-hmm. steps to go through that path to mm-hmm. be able to actionably prove that. What was sort of that final step that made you take that step and maybe just walk us through some highlights of that journey so far? That was always a tough question to answer when customers would say, you know, like, hey, how secure are we or what are we doing? And, and you know, we would respond with, well, we're trying to do reasonable best practices. And, and you know, I'm, I'm not... I, I can't sell something if I don't believe in it. It's just kind of the way I am. So I wasn't one of those companies to jump on the bandwagon and start flogging these expensive monthly um, services and products uh, to say, oh yeah, here, go ahead and take this. Cause I just like, I don't, I don't think you need that. But at, but at the same time, it was always an awkward spot because for me to ever say to our customers, I don't think you need that. That's putting me in a bad spot because any other competitor could come around and say, what's he talking about? Of course you need that. I can't defend that. Right. Um, So always put me in a little awkward spot. And that's where, when I met you guys and you guys started teaching me your ways and, and the 
<laughs> the a bit of the practical, uh, you know, reasonable perspective on how to approach cybersecurity. I it resonated with me big time because, first of all, it was like, okay, good, yeah. So I don't need to, you know, flog all this um, quite expensive stuff that's coming on the market to my customers to do justice by them. But um, you also gave me a response to that question, right? When a customer comes to me and says, okay, how how secure are we? Hey, our competitors got breached what's stopping us from getting breached? What can we do to beef up? Well, now my response is quite simply, have we done an assessment with you yet? That is the only way I can answer that question, right? So um, yeah, that, that brought a lot of clarity to me. And then going through the exercise of, of having you guys assess my company, um, because after, after I met you guys and started learning more about it, and uh, naturally we wanted to be referring you know, our contacts and clients to each other, you guys called me out and said, well, listen, you got to make sure you do an assessment <laughs> so we know where you're at, buddy, even though we trust you. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. I'll, I'll take specific credit yeah. for that one. Actually. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was legit. I mean, it, it was right after COVID lockdown and, you know, things were crazy, but anyway, we went forward. <laughs> um, so, but that was, uh, that was good. It was, it was super enlightening and it's been a good journey of ours to see what's what. And again, so as an MSP, you know, we have a we have tons of exposure. We're being targeted by the bad actors because they know the keys that we hold. So even if it's overkill for us, I'm going down that road because I need to lead the charge and close as many holes as possible. Uh, but I'm not going to expect every single one of my customers to go as far as we go with it, right? Now, uh, and Matt, I'm, I'm wondering if you could also share from maybe another perspective in terms of how security is allowing you to view the risks of the clients that you take on. Right. Mm -hmm. um, has yeah. that provided clarity in saying, well, if there's, if you have certain clients or customers that aren't willing to elevate their game, mm -hmm. um, does that does that provide you with great, greater clarity in saying, you know what these guys Absolutely. aren't worth our risk? You know, so I'm wondering yeah. if you can maybe share some thoughts on that. Yeah, it, it's a bit of a litmus test for uh, their operational maturity level. Right. This is a term that gets thrown around in our industry quite a bit because if you don't have alignment of myself as the outsourced MSP partner and my client, as far as our operational maturity level, like if that starts becoming more of a gap, it's harder to, to have alignment, right? Where, where I value something different than they do. And it's just hard to, you know what I mean? So, um, so it's important. We're always gauging, Hey, are we in alignment on OML with our customers uh, and vice versa with them? Right. If, if they're growing, we got to be growing and maturing with them. Um, there's grace period, obviously for some, but um but yeah, so so the their openness and willingness to um, to step up to what, what we're what we're talking about on the cybersecurity side and respond to that and and tighten up their stance based on our recommendations tells us a lot about you know their operational maturity for sure. And we're at the point now where <clears throat> we're bringing up our baseline to a certain point, and we're going to have to be you know having a little bit more hard talks with some of our customers where it's like, look, I'm not willing to continue with this potential risk exposure in, in, in taking all this ownership in supporting you if you're not willing to come up to this level, right? So. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and on, um, you know, on, on a slightly different note, Matt, you know, a lot of our, or a lot of viewers and listeners, you know, they'll be running organizations where they're relying on a, a IT managed service provider. And we hear from a lot of people how they have a blind, basically blind trust with what their IT managed service provider is doing, right? There's there's words such as, oh, just trust us. You know, we're the experts. We'll take care of everything kind of thing. You know, what what would your advice be to a business owner, an executive in, a, in an SMB, small mid-sized organization that feels like they, they don't have total trust with with their IT managed service provider? What, what actual things should they do? 
Okay. I mean, firstly, don't ignore that because you don't have to just, you don't have to accept that. That's not necessarily the normal, right? And, and in our industry, an unregulated industry like this, um, trust is a big part of it, right? For sure. And so uh, it, is tar- it is hard to gauge. Uh, you know, that's why, again, we've grown to this point. I've got 24 staff and we've been at it for almost 20 years. And it's come all through network and referrals because, you know, trust is at the core, right? That's, that's the way that people find trustworthy relationships uh, in the business world, right? And so, um, so yeah, don't accept that, that or don't ignore that. Um, but, in it, you know, we've talked about this before. One of the things that I really appreciate about the um, cyber assessment and, and what is happening in our industry, even if regulation and compliance does come, I'm okay with that because now there's some proper accountability and, and objective measurement of the value in this case of reducing a company's risk that an IT company can actually provide, right? Because right now there is zero, there's zero objective measuring. It's, you know, people in my industry could say whatever the heck they want in a presentation. And, uh, you know, it's just, there's no way to validate it. And there's no try before you buy, right? So, you know, people, clients will assess a few providers a couple months in, they're kind of stuck whether they made the right decision or not. Um, I empathize, empathize with them looking for the next, you know, uh, another IT provider is tough. And also people, it blows my mind how long they will stick with <laughs> a competitor or with a, with a provider that is not a good fit for many reasons, because they're just too scared to change. Or they don't know where to turn. Right. I'd, yes. It's tough. We see so, that too. Absolutely. Yeah. And on that vein, you want one, one more question, Matt, before we let you um, go on with your day, but you know, you, you, you're talking about you know, people who have trouble letting go of that relationship in many cases a toxic relationship you know and i remember we were you and i were talking about a story with uh, an organization that was their it managed service provider got hit by ransomware and then that it managed service provider was asking their clients to help pay the ransom right and even then that organization still wasn't leaving and going to another service provider um it's almost like a victim mentality there where you're not going to leave um what other words of caution or advice do you have to to organizations, you know, if they are in that type of relationship with uh, a service provider, like, uh, is it yeah. really that hard to move providers? No, it doesn't have to be, especially these days. I mean, in this particular example, their remote desktop server in this case was hosted within a private data center of the MSP. So, you know, they were very locked in there. And, and especially if they don't understand technology, it's very overwhelming. It, it's hard for them to even have the confidence to say no forget it. Let's switch another group and they'll take care of it. Right. So that that's a vulnerable place to be in. It's less and less popular right now, which is good. It's why I never went down that road. I, I just didn't even feel comfortable. Everyone always bragged about how sticky it made your customers. Like, yeah, but I mean, put yourself in their shoes. Would you feel comfortable? Not really. Right. So, so that's, what's nice about, you know, the public cloud fear based and sticky. It's a nice combination. Eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, uh, no, it's not impossible. And, and um, honestly, AVD in particular, or just like cloud-based virtual desktop technologies are a way better way to go than the older school sort of terminal server remote desktop anyway. So there's even better reason to move away from any of that older stuff now, which is all, and it's all in the public cloud. So no, it's, it's not a barrier. Again, it's got to go down to, uh, you know, are you willing to take the risk and trust the relationship, however you meet them. Right. So 
Matt, we really appreciate this conversation today. We're looking forward to having you in studio. We're looking forward to having yeah, some more cool. conversations with you around cybersecurity and the importance of that with uh, IT managed service providers. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I'm sure Christian looks forward to drinking his I do. coffee in front of you as well. But, but as it turns out, Dominic never got one of these. I told him to bring it this morning and he looked everywhere and he doesn't All have right. one. So maybe if we could get one for him, we'll have yeah. two next time you're on. Yeah, well, we'll bring a few, fill up your cabinets there at, so the, uh, at the studio. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, Matt. Thank you again so much for spending time with us today. Awesome. Thanks a lot, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Conversations with Matt are never dull. You know, he is so good at bringing energy and wisdom into his thoughts. Um, really interested to know what you felt were some key takeaways from the conversation we had with him today. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I think that that was the that is the essence of our show mm. really cybersecurity mm. matters and i think we just you know after two and a half years of uh recording episodes it's like that is what we're all about specifically from matt the takeaways for me were okay if you're not fully trusting your it msp there's a reason don't ignore that explore that and you can make a change you know the second thing is if you're an it managed service provider there is hope that you can actually make a difference in the area of cybersecurity and really start reducing the risk, the, the cyber risk of your clients. Um, yeah, those are fantastic takeaways, Christian. You know, and, and you know, the thing I really appreciate Matt sharing was the fact that he went from being a non-believer mm. to being a believer. Right? He he saw the value. Dragging his feet. Dra yeah, <laughs> saw, seeing the value, recognizing that there's a journey into that. Uh, appreciate his willingness to share that journey as so well. Are you saying that we were evangelists for cybersecurity? Is that, is that sure? What I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I won't quite call him St. Paul, but, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was def definitely, I appreciate that his willingness to share that he is going through a journey yes. and that he recognizes that that's something he needs to do, even if it's not regulated. Um, I think it was a great call to action to other IT managed service providers as well, you know, big and small. Um, Absolutely. so I, we definitely appreciate Matt sharing his wisdom and thoughts with us today and, um, appreciate our loyal listeners mm -hmm. and viewers joining us each and every week as well. And if you did miss a, a previous episode, do check out the cybersecurity matters, YouTube page, uh, and, or check out uh, your favorite episode on your favorite podcasting platform. But until next time, be well, be safe, and we'll see you again on the Cybersecurity Matters podcast.